What do you want? Okay, so we're talking about the video game analogy of upgrading your character. And I, the question that comes to my mind is why? Why do we care about upgrading our character so that we can make more money, so that we can experience more of life, so that we can... Be, all of it. Okay, all of it. Like, Okay. I've been playing this game called Fallout Shelter. Oh, yeah. And you got a bunch of little people underground, nuclear apocalypse, and you can send them into the weight room and their strength goes up. You can send them into the classroom, their intelligence goes up. And it occurred to me early on in playing the game that I should just have those classrooms and those weight rooms and the agility center maxed out with people all the time, constantly upgrading their character in life. There's something called Stephen Covey called it the PPC balance. P stands for production. PC stands for production capability. So how are we balanced? How much time are we spending producing, making money at our current skill level Versus leveling up our character, increasing our production capability. So we could talk about what that ratio is. You know, when you're young and you're in college, for instance, you're spending almost all of your time increasing your production capability. Think of a doctor, right? Like eight years. Uh, by the time they're, you know, through college and residency and everything, uh, 10 years, 12 years if you go into a specialist you know, category. So they're leveling up their character. They're spending almost all their time leveling up. And then what's the reward? Meanwhile, their friends are making more money than them working, producing, right? So you look at someone that's on a track of going to college, taking on debt, right? Going down financially. And somebody else that's just maybe a door to door salesperson, they're pretty gifted and they're just really hustling, really hammering it. You know, but eventually those lines cross because the doctor goes down and then they they just shoot up, right? Okay, so leveling the, leveling up the character definitely worthwhile doing, right? Right. Is the question really how, as much as it is why? Let's talk about how. No, I know why. Okay. Okay, but why don't more people do it? Like, why? I got a friend that. Okay. Okay. Good. So let's talk about how not to level up your character. You talked about being lazy, spending hours a day flipping through reels. Not how you level up your character. Getting addicted to substances and numbing yourself to the pains of life. Not how you level up your character. 
going out once and running around the block because you're really angry at yourself that you're not doing anything with your life, but then you never run again. Not how you level up your character. Lying to somebody, short-term gain, long-term loss. That's not how you level up your character. Cheat the system. Look for shortcuts. Try to take shortcuts. Time wasted. Generally speaking, time wasted is the antithesis of leveling up your character. Adopting a mindset, believing that there are no shortcuts, that's a big level up. And that level up happens immediately. So we could talk about two different kinds of levels up, level ups. One is a mindset shift. Covey talks about a paradigm shift. When you come to a new realization or you adopt a new belief that replaces an old limiting belief, you can experience an immediate shift in outlook of your entire life and the world around you. And I call that a breakthrough. That's a paradigm shift. That's a breakthrough. That's a really cool level up that happens instantly. And there's, guess what? There's a lot of those to be had. I have a lot of breakthrough mindset shifts left coming in my life. I've experienced a lot of those. And they're super cool when they happen because everything that you experience and, and how you view the world before that mind shift uh, happened suddenly changes and everything's in a different light. A lot of people have that after they take mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> talks about that. I've never taken mushrooms. I can't speak to that. So a paradigm, so a breakthrough paradigm shift, that's one kind of mindset, and that can come with learning, unlocking, you know, those mindset shifts, or working with a business coach, or talking with your accountability group, or working with a mentor. The other kind of level up is incremental by doing the same thing every day or consistently enough that over time there's the accumulation of small marginal gains that become massive. So you working out, your body sculpting. You want to talk about that or not? Yeah. So what, three, four months ago, you started meal prepping. Started meal prepping. Yeah, two years ago, you're going to the gym. Start going to the gym, yep. And you are... Yep. So what was it about? What got you to the level of commitment where you are today, where you're going every single day, unless it's a rest day? Like, because you weren't like that in the beginning. Like, how did you get to that point? Now, now your leveling up has reached an accelerated pace. In the beginning, maybe it was like this. You were, you were definitely moving forward, but you've really accelerated the pace of your leveling up doing something consistently day in and day out what got you to that level what what was the shift um, I don't know actually I just decided that I was gonna I was just gonna do it and I did it I actually don't know <laughs> Now, now that's the thing, I just missed the first day, I've missed in eight months.
months. I think it's I think it's been eight months. Unbelievable. I was sick. Like actually couldn't go. I feel like an idiot. I feel like I'm losing for it, but I actually don't know. I just was like, okay, I'm gonna. Did it start with a vision? Like, did it? Like, what? What happened? That that was the catalyst that really kicked that off. Was it? Um, I just. Well, obviously, I've always wanted to kind of build muscle. Yeah. It's always looked like I haven't had any my whole life, so I was like, okay, why don't I just do this for once, so I can look like I have muscle on me, and. I, I tried that before, like two years ago, and then I randomly fell off. And then while I stopped going, it was, it was harder to get back into going to the gym because I had already stopped. So this time I just decided I was going to keep myself motivated the whole time. So during all of my off time, when I wasn't working out, I was going to force my brain to only be thinking about working out. And just constantly be um, researching and watching different um, videos and just learning as much as I possibly could about working out. So I feel like I'm really in really deep. And then if I decided to obviously stop going, it would be an even huger waste of like time. Okay. So now it's so I would scare myself into never want into not stopping. Nice. So you built momentum over over time. Like that's that that's my interpretation of of listening to you. Like you made a decision at a certain point, and then as you reaffirm that decision with other small incremental decisions to continue doing something and to learn more about it, then you then your commitment level grew. Yeah. And and it's and it's harder in the beginning than it is eventually. Like once you're into that highly committed routine, it's it takes less energy and sheer willpower to continue than it did in the beginning. Is that right? Right. So so what does that have to do with leveling up your character in general? Um, I think it was Covey or Tony Robbins that talked about how, don't quote me on this, someone's going to Google it, comment below and tell me I'm wrong, but 80% of the fuel that's used on the entire mission to the moon and back is spent like in the first eight minutes, breaking free of these of the Earth's atmosphere. It is, there is a tremendous amount of energy that is required. You just need a little burst of energy in space to, to keep going. Keep going that speed forever. Yeah. So it's an analogy in our lives. If we're going to change some routine, some pattern in our lives, huge amount of energy required in the beginning. And if our brain thinks like, man, this is really tough, it's always going to be this hard or harder, that's a defeating thought, isn't it? You and I are here to say today on this video that once you make that investment of that huge initial push, it does get easier. 
it gets easier and the gains grow faster over time. Right. So that's one of the secrets of... They grow faster over time? I think they actually grow faster at the beginning and then start to taper off. That's a really good point. Interesting. So there's two things. So in a physical workout scenario or I run, right? So when I first started running, my gains, uh, like how much faster I was getting and how much farther I could run, that was growing rapidly. One year, I had this goal of uh, lowering my per mile pace by one second per week that year. In other words, I wanted to drop my race pace 52 seconds a mile in that year. And I almost, I, I got like 45 seconds off of my race pace. So that was a huge gain in that one year. Now, I don't see gains like that anymore. So physically, is that just true in physics? There's different levels of, uh, there's different aspects of our lives that we want to level up on. We want to level up intellectually, physically, spiritually, socially, mentally. Like these are different areas that we should be working on to level up. And they're all important. So physically, there's this law of diminishing returns. Like the, the more we do something, the less and less we get, right? Where our, our gains are really steep in the beginning. Um, is that true in the other areas? Is that true in intellectual gains? I don't know. Does it matter? There's this other principle of uh, the accumulation, the cumulative effect. There's a book about the cumulative effect. And the idea is that if you do 1% here, you learn 1% more about this here, maybe about social media marketing, and you learn 1% more about sales, and you learn 1% more about strategic planning for your business, and you learn 1% more about how to communicate or be a leader in the small group setting or how to public speak, right? These small gains, when combined together, have a cumulative effect that amplify each other. It's like they multiply against each other instead of just being added together. To get to Jeff Bezos' level, to get to Elon Musk's level, I mean, they are so exponentially beyond most humans. It's ridiculous. So how, do, how does someone get to that level? Well, at a certain point, you have to have an acceleration of your gains. Your leveling up can accelerate if you're looking at that principle of the cumulative effect. So the idea is get in the right routines that take a lot of energy to put in place in the beginning, but then they become easier to do the more you do them. And you get more committed to them the more you do them. Did, yeah. did you have somebody holding you accountable to your workout goals? How did you, you didn't. Did you have a very clear vision of what you wanted to look like or how much weight you wanted to push or no 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 i just well the thing that motivated me is that just the idea that i knew it was possible to completely i didn't have like a specific person i wanted to look like i just any sort of improvement was great for me, so, <clears throat> and then I could physically see improvement on a weekly basis, I thought even though it was like small improvement, 
Was it ego? Did you want to look good for other people? Did you want to be look no, just, stronger than other people? Was it like comp- competitively based? Was it a competition within yourself? Or was it more just like you started seeing the gains and you're like, this is, this is awesome? So there's there's like this um, this idea of specialization, like I, you know, some people think that oh you're competitive, you know that's a bad thing. You're always thinking like how am I better than somebody else? But also I think as humans, if we can see how we're different than others, we can see that we have a certain strength that most people don't have. We want to amplify that strength. I think that's a really powerful thing. That's a positive thing because. Um, you know, econ 101, when I studied economics, person A can produce this good better than person B can produce it. Well, they should specialize in producing that thing. And then person B can do this other thing with less time than person A. They both want to consume both of those products. But if they specialize and then trade with each other, there's this magical thing that happens that they're both richer, they're both better off than they could have been had they just used their own time to produce what they need of those those goods individually. So did you hear that at the Jordan Peterson show? I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember that part. But yeah, so I'm a huge there's a book called Strengths Finder. Highly recommend it. Super cool. Um, also 16 personalities, right? Figure out so, so I don't want to get on a tangent there, but it's not a bad thing to think like, hey, I want to look better than most people in this way, or I, I want to magnify this skill better than most people in this way, because then you can go to the world and say, hey, I'm really, really good at this thing. And then using that skill, that gift, that talent, that capability, you can produce some kind of benefit to you and other people. And then they'll trade their dollars for that. That's a great thing. And also, if you see someone that looks extremely fit, like you can easily see it physically, then your brain just knows that that person has good work ethic. So I think especially for people who even own their own business or something like that, if they look like they're really fit, it puts like an image in their brain, like, well, they just kind of already know more things about you than they do about most other people, you know, because they know you can work hard for something and actually get results. Do you think it's like a subconscious, like, almost like a, a marker in your brain that like, if somebody looks really healthy subconsciously, you feel like you can trust and respect them more? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then how does that benefit? So leveling up your character, one of the outcomes is 
trust and respect. If you can get other people's trust and respect faster and have more influence over them, then they'll come your way when you make a suggestion or they'll listen to you when you have an idea or they'll listen to you when you can think of a way to make their lives better or maybe more importantly, they'll open up to you and tell you what they need because all you have to do is figure out what somebody needs and match that with one of your superpowers that you've acquired through leveling up and they'll pay you for that. So having the physique, having the presence where someone feels like, hey, I could trust this person. Maybe not trust them intimately yet, I don't know them, but something in my brain tells me this person's successful, so I should at least listen to them. You just showed me right before we started this video, you showed me a video of Mr. Beast in high school. And he was talking about, I'm going to post this video in five years. Yeah. And he didn't exactly know where things were going for him. But he said a couple of things that stuck out to me. He had this idea, a dream. He didn't know if he was 100% committed to it yet, but he said, maybe, I hope I'm making a living through YouTube, I hope, you know. And he seemed like he was really hopeful, really excited about that. So he started with that direction. Um, you and I have talked about vision boards before and the power of the subconscious mind that if we give it a really clear direction of some future state in our lives, our physicality, our mental ability, our, where we're going to be in the, in the physical world, what kind of house we're going to have, cars, family, lifestyle, the level of joy we're going to experience, the type of work we're going to be doing, the type of energy we're going to have in our lives, right? Does that make it more likely or less likely that we'll get there? More likely. So bring me back on track. What are we talking about? Yes, thank you. I got. And then, yeah, I agree. That's a really good idea to level up your character because don't statistics show that you write something down like your goals? It's way more likely to actually happen. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I shouldn't quote this because I, I, don't, I don't even know if it's true. But I just remember hearing when I was younger that they at one point did a survey of the graduating class at Harvard and something like, you know, some percentage had, had goals, you know, like maybe like 20% of them had pretty specific goals. And then like 5% had specific written goals. And they did a follow-up study 20 years later, and the 5% that had specific written goals, their net worth combined was greater than the other 95% of the graduating class. There's, some, there's something called the Pareto effect, right? Where 80% of the results are generated by 20% of the people. 
And it's, it's apparently this is proven, like in organizations and life in general, right? You got to be that 20%. You got to be that 5%. Write your goals down. Doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. Write them down. Write down something you can get excited about. Excited enough to expend the energy that in the beginning is required to start a new habit, a new routine, a new pattern that once it's in place is going to pay you massive dividends. What are those patterns? Working out or running, right? You've got to do something physically to gain self-respect, to have optimal vitality and health in your life, right? To give other people those subconscious clues that you can be trusted or you should at least be respected. What are the other areas? Reading. Man, people that read versus people who don't read. There's a massive difference. I'm not talking about romance novels. I'm talking about reading books that teach you something useful. What do they do? I'm old school. I like the hardback book. Yeah, which makes sense. But for people who were born now in the 2000s, and I'm sure when I have kids, or when my kids have kids, it'll be, won't even be watching videos anymore. It'll probably be something else, you know? But now the times are watching videos and I think you can consume more information and retain it better than if you read a book. Interesting. I actually believe that because if you're watching an informative video about something that you want to learn about, first of all, it's so much easier to pick and choose exactly what you want to learn about. It's easy to get distracted and watch BS videos. Um, you're a loser, but you can pick and choose what you want to learn about super easily, and then when you're watching a video about it, there's visuals that go along with it, you're using more of your senses, you're actually hearing it too, so you retain information far better than reading it in a book. You know what ideas connected to that is this uh, Khan Academy that, you know, when they came out, just trying to revolutionize education where... You can get the very best teachers in the world lecturing on video where you can rewind and watch it over and over, or you speed it up and you know, go back to someplace and just consume that content with the very best teachers in the world. And then, um, you know, not have to sit there with some subpar teacher that's being paid very little money in a classroom setting, right? Going crazy, not, yeah. not learning as fast as you can. So YouTube has leveled the playing field. There's the world's best teachers are producing content. How do you how do you not get sucked into the time the time suck of the garbage? Um, what what? I feel like actually pretty easily. Really? Yeah, just depending you know, like your YouTube feed homepage will always be filled with the things you search up most often. So usually it's recommending other things that go along the lines of whatever I was learning about last and then just makes me want to learn about other stuff too. How do you know if, uh, you know, are there videos, are, are there content creators out there that just want to tell, just, just to get clicks are going to tell you what you want to hear 
even if it's not the truth, even if it doesn't really help level up your character, is there a certain amount of like lie pandering and, and uh, entertainment that, that, that actually isn't leveling up your character? And how do you, how do you differentiate between that and the really solid content, the honest, like, um, if I apply this, this is going to make my life better. With workout videos, it's pretty easy to see visually who you should listen to because they're going to look really good, right? No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Sometimes they, you have to watch the dude that looks like a nerd. And he's a skinny nerd and he just doesn't have the, all he does, all he has is the science background. So he knows what he's talking about. He doesn't, that doesn't mean he decided that it was important enough to, to work out. What would you say to the person like what are, what are some of the challenges of leveling up your character? Like what would you say to the person that's like, man, I, you know, I want to level up my character, but I always start and then I just never, I can never stick with it. You know, I'm just a loser. I'm just, I can't like stay committed. Like, you know, it's just so much easier just to binge on YouTube and live at my parents' house and not, not actually go out and achieve what I'm capable of. Like, what do you, what do you say to that person? Like, how do they stay committed enough to break through that initial stage where they just keep trying and failing and trying and failing. Trying and failing in what? Well, working out, for instance. Just stop working out. Give up. Working out is completely different. I don't think everybody need, I don't think everybody can work out. No, we're talking about leveling up character as like a, like putting certain routines in place that if those routines are in place, like if you read or listened to a book 
highly recommended, really uh, highly rated book, right? If you listen to it on Audible for 30 minutes a day, it, with that routine, that's that's a production capability routine, right? That increase, That's leveling up your character. Would that make your life better in the long run? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would doing that while taking notes at the same time and journaling about it, would that level up your character? 100%. Would listening to that book and taking those notes and then calling a friend and teaching them what you just learned or getting into a mastermind group and meeting once a week and talking about what the book means and how you're going to apply it and how to challenge each other. And then you're going to make commitments of certain things you're going to do and then report back a week later. Would that level up your character even more so? Right? So, so somebody trying to do that and just can't? Yeah. Can't do that? Yeah. Or, or, or they just they don't care enough. What if they're like, figure out what's wrong with your brain and why you don't want to enough, and then figure out why you're doing it why, and you don't want to enough. Don't have a big enough why. Don't have a really clear vision of who they're capable of becoming, or they overestimate the effort and underestimate their chances of success. It could be a mindset issue. It could be like, why am I going to put all that effort? I'm just going to fail anyway. It's not the case. Nobody fails at anything that they keep trying over and over and over that has to do with leveling up their character. I knew for years that I wanted to get back into running. For 18 years, I didn't do it. Then I turned 40, and I'm like, I'm running out of time, man. I'm getting older. And older is slower. If I don't do this now, when am I going to do it? And then, I got, and, then I, and then I got on an app called Strava, I met some, I had some friends, had some accountability around it. They were encouraging me like, hey, good, you know, two weeks, two runs this week. Good. I like this momentum. And then the next week it was three runs. And then the next week it was four runs and they were short runs. And I was this, I was, I was dying. It was so hard. But, you know, eventually I got up to 40 to 60 miles a week. You know, that's the accumulation of those marginal gains. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Absolutely can level up your character. No question. You're worth it. Some people might think they're not worth it. Anyway. That's a separate issue. That's a separate topic. (laughs) You're worth it. Level up your character. One person. You don't have to. Here's the other misnomer. Oh, I have to like, I have to like uh, do, do all this and level up in a really big way. No, no, no. One percent a day would be massive, you know, an exponential graph. If you stacked 1% on top of 1%, you know, you would be launching towards something in absolutely incredible. Okay. What else? What else do we have to talk about leveling up? Is that rounded out? Yeah. Do it. If you're watching this, if you get made it all the way to this point in the video and you're still watching, commit to yourself right now what you're going to start, what routine you're going to try starting today. Put it in the comments uh, and then report back in one week uh, as to whether you're still doing it, as to whether 
it, how, what challenges you encountered while trying to do it. And uh, we'd love to hear about it. Love you. Love you. <laughs>